Someone sounds happy today. Good morning, Angie, on this delightful summer morn. And here's your buttonhole to make you even happier. Another carnation, Angie. You spoil me. Three months and you have not missed a day. One day, maybe, you'll do something for me. This is such a wonderful time to be alive. Look at all these people. The sun's brought out even more of them. They come from every corner of the globe. The Great Exhibition brings so much happiness to the world. I know. If it hadn't been for this big glass house, I wouldn't ever have met you. And I have more work than I know what to do with. I need an apprentice. But that would mean someone else here. I like things the way they are. Just us. Change is good for us. The exhibition teaches us that in abundance. He did not, of course. Get an apprentice? No. He could have done with one, though. Palm to is working feverishly by July. To forget the widow? Quite so. I do believe this is the day I first met the artist and the flower girl in person in the company of your illustrious colleague. What's got him excited now? It's Mr Dickens again and... Good heavens, isn't that... Good morning, Parpenter. May I introduce you to two good friends of mine? Yes, yes, Charles. Stop fawning and fussing. Who's the geezer with the big ooter? <laughs> That's the Duke of Wellington. No. Pa, look, his old hook knows himself. Charlotte Bronte. May I introduce you to the sweetest flower at the Crystal Palace, Angie. Charmed to meet you, Angie. Oh, what a beautiful style you have. The Charlotte Bronte. Would you not have all day for idle banter? Mr Dickens said you want help to locate a missing sapper. Name of Stamford. Stannard, Duke. Captain Stannard. Precisely. That's a fell... What's wrong, Duke? You look as if you've seen a ghost. It's her. What the devil is she doing here? You mean my portrait of Mrs Delray? Is that the name she goes by now? Well, I'll be jiggered. It is indeed a small world. A rutting stag, the Duke. Really? Must you be so coarse, Charles? The Duke uh, favoured the ladies. Often. Very often. But for him to have known the missing widow, I mean, what were the chances? Still, he led us to Stannard. If only he could have led you to Sophia. Put your back into it, girl. There'll be no free meals under George Bennett's roof. Why do you do it me with such contempt? Use me like a skiffy here. I may as well be a prisoner. Which makes me your jailer, don't it? Ha! You women needs to learn respect. You needs protection. I provides it. You needs up food. I puts it on your plate for you. But you has to work to pay your way. You're keeping me here against my will. Where would you go, eh? Answer me that. Where? Nowhere. You ain't got nowhere to go. Nowhere to hide. You've run out of men to pay for your charms. So here you is under my roof, living under my rules. I am a lady. I shall be treated with... Ah! Ah! Wrong. You was a lady. Now you're my goods. 
this woman? How did she come to be here? The sketch. She was my first customer here at the Crystal Palace, Your Grace. It is her that I am hoping you can trace. Her? She left before I could finish her portrait, and I want to be sure she gets it. You brought me here under false pretenses, Charles. You told me you were looking for this Stanbury fellow. Stannard? Irrelevant. This is clearly not a military matter. But Captain Stannard is her... her... A what? Paramour? <laughs> that might be one name for it. We had hoped that you would help us find Stannard, so that he might lead us to Sophia del Rey. Pray, tell us your grace, how do you know this woman? Met her a few years ago. Some soiree of the Governor-General of India's gave me a cock-and-bull story about how she was recently widowed from a Brigadier-General I'd never heard of and who probably never existed. Should have known she was a wrong one as soon as she told me her name. Something foreign. Sounded Spanish, don't abide the Spanish, so can't trust them. It wasn't Del Rey then, but I'll swear it was the same woman. Could you be mistaken? Oh. Your Grace, perhaps it was another woman entirely. Listen to me, boy. If I say it was the same woman... Shall we leave the men to their argument, Angie? Yeah, let's. Douglas ain't going to hear a word said against the woman. And the Dirk won't hear a word said against himself. Bloody woman. Angelica. Pardon me language, miss, but she's the bane of my life. I only ever met her the once. I could not help but see the way that you look at Douglas. Are you, uh, as they say, walking out? Chance would be a fine thing. He's a lovely man, is Mr Parminter. And he's never been nothing but a gentleman towards me, but sometimes I think he don't even know that I'm here. He's civil and all, but his mind is on her, not me. She's certainly a beautiful woman. At least, a portrait shows us so. Oh, she's quite a beauty, no doubt about it. And Douglas has caught her to a tea. But there's more to a woman than just beauty, isn't there? Of course there is, Angie. Am I playing in ugliness? No, you're a very attractive girl, and I'm sure that Douglas has not missed that fact. After all, he has the eye of an artist. Of course, it might be she reminds him of his wife. Oh, she's dead now. Ah. Not in his art, though. Seems he has room in there for both of them, but not for me. woman even tried it on with me. I tell you, even at my age, I'd have given it a go. There's life in the old dog yet. Wouldn't mind so much, but the internal woman stole my wallace. I'm sorry, but I just cannot believe that we are talking about the same woman. Your Grace, you said you have an address for us. For us, he says. It strikes me, Charles, that you are as keen to trace this woman as our young friend here. She has fascinated me, Your Grace. That is true. <laughs> Here. An address in Chelsea, but how he maintains such a house on a captain's pension, I cannot tell. I shall be investigating him further. Thank you, Your Grace. We are very grateful. Thank you. 
perhaps you could hold off your bloodhounds until we have spoken to him. He's yours for 48 hours. Now let me face these damn crowds in my park again. Captain Stannard? Who wants to know? I have come about the widow. Who? Oh yes, I remember you. The Crystal Palace. Taking a fancy to her, have you? It was fruitless, of course. Shiz was not there? No, apparently not. I believe he sent us on a wild goose chase. Mr Dickens, do come in. Tell me, please, you have found her? I'm sorry, Douglas. It was a dead end. Sit down. I spoke to Stannard. The Duke was right. His house in Chelsea must be well beyond his means. I believe the captain is dabbling in things that could burn his fingers. Sophia? What about Sophia? He told me she had left to visit an aunt in Hastings. He said she was nothing more than a lodger, and that he had no idea when or if she would be coming back. Then we must follow the trail to Hastings. Do not get too excited, Douglas. I have written to a firm of solicitors in the town. If she's in Hastings, they will find her. Though I doubt she's there, we are fairly sure that Stannard was more than just a landlord. And there was something about the captain's story. I will not give up. Fear not, good fellow. We shall pursue her wherever she may be. Come round to my way, I thinking, pretty lady. Never! You will yield to me, I swear, or you'll rue the day we met. I would not hold for you! Careful, Duchess. My girls don't like to hear names like that. My girls is good girls. Do you know why they is good girls? Because they do as they is told. When they do as they is told, everybody is happy. My customers is happy. The girls is happy. And that makes me happy. We is one big happy family. I'm not staying here in this stinking hellhole. The men who come here are not a gentleman. And you are nothing but a vile, filthy bunce. If I could, I would. Nah, don't stop there, Duchess. Go on, tell George Bennett what you would do. Because as far as I can see, you got but one option. Me. Me! I am your only option now. And the sooner you realise that, the better. Have I got to beat it into you? Oh, 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 you can hit me, because you will never break me. There's more than one way to tame a wild horse. Try it! My pleasure, Duchess. I keep telling you to get out of them fancy rags. Now let's see what you're hiding. Ah! Oh, ah! We ain't never had the likes of you in here before. My customers are queue round the block for your delights. But they're going to have to wait their turn, ain't they? <laughs> Quit your crying, you've had your chance. Now we does it the Bennett way. There you go, mister. Your missus will be right chuffed with them. They'll brine anyone's home, they will. 
You really have the knack of making them happy to part with their money. Oh yeah, I'm a right little charmer, except in one direction. Douglas? Hmm, I'm sure that he appreciates your friendship. Not a bit of it. I've given him a fresh carnation for his buttonhole every day since we first met. I help him out when he gets busy. I try to brighten his day when he's down, but he never does anything for me. Oh, he took me in the palace one day, but that was me trying to cheer him up. You'll have to be less subtle, Angelica. Tell him that you have feelings for him. I couldn't do that, miss. No, he's got to make the first move. Perhaps you could ask him to do something for you, something that might make him think about you more and a little less about himself. There is something I need a little bit of help with. What's that? I want to write a letter to my great-aunt in Cornwall. Tell her all about the Crystal Palace. She'd love to hear about it. But the thing is, I'm not so good with my letters as I let's on. That's perfect. I'm sure you would do that for us. Thing is, I want to tell my aunt about Douglas too. And I can't hardly ask him to write about that, can I? That is true. I'll write your letter for you. You're very kind, Miss Bronte. If it's not too much trouble... Charlotte, please. I have written one or two letters in my time. It is more. Such a sweet little thing. But she could have asked me to write her letter for her. After all, I had known her much longer than you and... Sometimes, Charles, a woman needs to confide in another woman. Huh. Where do you think you're going? I ain't done with you yet, girl. You're a beast! And there's me thinking I've been showing you about a better nature, you ungrateful little cow. We've been treating you too good. Well, you've just been promoted. Consider yourself a full-fledged member of the team. Put these on. Uh, what's this? It's a dress, in it? See, I even gives the staff a uniform. It stinks! I have my own dress. Take it back. I'm leaving. Come back here, you little bitch. I'll get you back, don't you fear. Oh, Christ, she kicked me right in the crown jewels, evil little wench. Armiter? Mr. Dickens, come in, come in. Good news, I trust. I fear not, Douglas. Oh dear, that look tells all. I did warn you, Douglas. Stannard's story did not ring true. It was, as we feared, a wild goose chase. The address in Hastings was not the residence of an aged aunt. It was a bookshop, no less. John Dyson's sons, purveyors of the finest leather-bound tomes. They had a collection of my Chapman and Hall editions of the Christmas stories. Yes, yes, Mr Dickens, but what about Sophia? Not a trace. They did all they could, but uh, it was hopeless. Nobody knew anything of either the aunt or the widow, by name or by description. And Stannard, if he has lied, it must be for a reason. We must get the truth from him. Yes. Sound reasoning, Douglas. Sadly, impossible. He has uh, absconded. Um, I might be to blame. You? I called on him again, but he was so obstructive.
I've told you she's gone, and she won't be coming back. To Hastings? You have the address. What more do you want? A little civility would not go amiss. Perhaps, sir, if you treated your fellow man with more common courtesy, your story would be met with less suspicion. Whether you believe me or not means naught to me. Oh, the Duke will have a most enjoyable time with you. Duke? His Grace, the Duke of Wellington. He might be paying a call shortly. Or, I should say, his Imperial Guard. What? Admit it. This house is hardly the home of an honest man, is it? You... you told him that he was to be investigated? You fool! You utter fool! We have lost her! I, uh... <coughs> Douglas? I'm so sorry. Everything that I love, I lose! Why, Charles? Why me? Look, it was entirely my fault, Douglas. I am sorry. My tongue just run away with me so... I will put things right. I will track her down, I swear. How? I have many contacts, Douglas. I will throw the net wide. If, if this woman is what the Duke implies, then I might be able to locate her. I don't understand. I doubt that you will have heard of Urania Cottage. It's a little uh, project of mine. A home, a place of refuge and rehabilitation for ladies of, uh, some would say, <coughs> um, easy virtue. I am on my way there now. If this woman is anywhere on the streets of London, we will find her. <laughs> Oi, what's going on here? You got no home to go to? Please, uh, I need help. Back in? No, Constable, no. Well, have no beggars on my streets. Get off home. I'm hurt. Well, find yourself a doctor then. But you get yourself off my street. Aww. Good God. You're not much more than a pile of rags. Let's take a look at you. Oh. You're bleeding. Oh. oh, I told you. I'm hot. Beat you up, did he? That's what you get if you sell yourself on the street, my girl. Please, uh, you don't understand. I pick up a dozen of you women every day. Come on, you're coming with me. 